Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wa ala man kitab. Riyad al-Saliheen, Zil Imam al-Nawi rahimahullahu ta'ala wa nafa'ana bi'ulumi bi'l-darin. Ameen ila anqal. Hadith number 66. An Abi Ya'ala Shaddad ibn Aus radiyallahu anhu an al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal. الكيس من دان نفسه وعمل ما بعد الموت والعاجز من أتبع نفسه هواها وتمنى على الله رواه الترمذي قال حديث حسن الدار بن أوس رضي الله عنه narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said an intelligent person is one who takes himself to account and works for that which is to follow after death. And a foolish person is the one who follows his desires and then has false hopes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this hadith is narrated by Shaddad ibn Aus and he was the nephew of Hassan ibn Thabit. So Thabit, the father of Hassan ibn Thabit, the famous poet of our Prophet sallallahu his father Thabit was the grandfather of Shaddad ibn Aus who was a very blessed soul and known to be a person of great virtue. He was that known to be very eloquent and very wise. And Sayyidina Umar bin al-Khattab appointed him as a governor during his caliphate. Um, so he passes away in the year 58 of the Hijrah in Philistine. So he narrates this hadith. And again, this is one of the uh, very blessed hadith of our Prophet ﷺ, that were we just to bring this into our life, and we've probably heard the hadith before, our entire life would change. And so our Prophet said, the intelligent person. Men dana nafsahu. Dana here bi hasabaha. The one who takes himself to account. And um that he, Ibn Alain goes on to say, وَمَنَعَهَا مُسْتَلَذَّاتِهَا وَشَهَوَاتِهَا أَلَّتِي فِيهَا هَلَاكُ دِينِهَا And so it's to take oneself to account, but it also has the meaning of prevention. One prevents oneself things that the ego likes, but in it is the destruction of his deen. So, مَنْ دَانَ نَفْسُهُ One who that takes himself to account. And this is also the same word that we have the word deen, religion, come from. And in addition to that, And he also works for what comes after death, i.e. that the first stage of the hereafter is the grave. So he works for preparation, he prepares for the life of the grave and everything that comes after that, the resurrection, the day of judgment, and then ultimately everything else that we're going to experience until we go to one of the two final abodes. May Allah ta'ala bless us all to be from the people of paradise. Ya Rahman Rahimin. 
In other words, he does amal salih, he does righteous deeds, and it is those righteous deeds that is going to give him that solace in the grave and to that remove loneliness. The only thing that gives us that solace in the grave are righteous deeds that we've done here on earth. And he quotes a couple lines of poetry. That by Allah, O nafs, listen very carefully and think very carefully. That the words that someone who is a sincere advisor has said, The only thing that benefits a human being in the grave is tuqa, taqwa. Mindfulness of Allah, taqwa, piety and righteous deeds. So, this is a very short ibarra, very short phrase of the Prophet ﷺ. But again, it's packed with meaning. And if you would, we would bring this into our lives, we would change. As simple as that. Wal ajizu, and the ajizu he translates it here as the foolish one, because you're talking about the intelligent one and the foolish one. And here the ajizu is the foolish one because of his inability to do what he needs to do based upon his state of procrastination. He knows there's things that he needs to do and he refrains from doing them because of his own spiritual sloth, his laziness and his inability. He has ability, but he's ajiz. He's not really ajiz. Because if he was really ajiz, he'd be ba'adur. And he would only have to do what it is that the shariat would require him to do. But here, someone has the ability, but they refrain from doing so because they procrastinate. And they let the, uh, they're in the grip of the nafs and they don't end up doing what it is that they should do. Who is this person, this foolish person that was characterized by what was just mentioned? Man atba nafsu hawaha. And this is the one whom that follows his desires. But literally, he makes his nafs follow its hawa. Is it he's the one who lets his desires get the best of him and he follows behind them. And literally, he makes himself follow his desire. So he prefers all of these various the things of this world over preparing for the grave and that at worst he's falling into that things that are unlawful regularly and that at best which is still not a good state is he's so preoccupied with things that are even permissible that he's not preparing for the hereafter but at least if they're permissible there's no sin involved but they're halal of course there's hisab for them there's a reckoning so this is not the state that we want to be in where we're so involved and indulging in the world that we fail to prepare for the hereafter. And then still, Allah. And he still hopes, but this is false hope. Tamanni is false hope, Raja is true hope. He has this false hope for success in the hereafter, after he's wasted his life here in this world, and that spent it just enjoying and indulging and not preparing for the hereafter. If we indulge in this world with intention and we do the things 
that are permissible to spend time with family, to spend time with children, to uh, that relax and to that take it easy. There's nothing wrong with doing what is permissible, uh, but we should do so with intention, and that uh, we should do so to that. Uh, and when we do it with intention, then we end up getting reward for it from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And then Hadith number sixty-seven. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من حسن إسلام المرء ترك ما لا يعني حديث حسن وهو الترمذي وغيره فأبو هريرة narrates this hadith that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said the excellence of a person's Islam is that he refrains from all that does not concern him again we've heard this hadith before but again, every time we hear these ahadith, we should really think, to what degree am I putting this into practice? This ultimately is about amal. This is about action. This is about doing. We should read the Quran with the intention of amal. We should read ahadith with the intention of amal. Intention is action. We should attend classes with the intention of putting them, the knowledge, into practice. This is the way the companions were, and this is the way the true people of Allah are. And if we intend to put the knowledge that we have into practice, we will find that a little bit is sufficient for us. A little bit is sufficient for us. Because that when we put into practice what we know, new horizons open up where Allah Ta'ala teaches us what it is that we don't know. So, min husni islam al-mar'i. And here is that the husn al-islam, which translates here as the excellence of a person of Islam, and Kamalihi. This is the sign of a perfection, the perfection of someone's Islam. And of course, here, when we talk about Islam, we're talking about submission. Where now you are upright in relation to your submission to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to what it is that you, you know that He wants from you. And this is a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has expanded this person's heart with light, that they have min husnin islam. So there are other things that are from the husnin islam and mari. Um, because they say this is uh, the men at tab'idiyyah, right? From among the, the things that are considered to be from the excellence of a person's islam, some of them say it's ibtida'iyah, but that min fihi tab'idiyyah. Meaning there are others, but this is one of the signs. Meaning that the more perfection that we have in our submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more that there will be effects that are beautiful and positive that manifest on the limbs and in our words. What is it? This is a big one. Think about this. How many things do we get involved in that don't concern us? La ilaha illallah. And the very general definition of this is, is that anything that we don't need, yani, what doesn't concern us are the things that we don't need, are the things that are not necessary, the things that we can live without. And this relates to that things that we do, this relates to things that we say, this relates to things that we involve ourselves in. And the whole point is because we get so preoccupied with these things, we again are prevented from preparing for the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
in doing what it is that we need to do, learning what it is that we need to learn, and so forth and so on, to prepare ourselves for eternal felicity. And Imam Ghazali gives an ajib definition of what doesn't concern us, especially when it comes to speech, that it's what? And تَتَكَلَّمْ بِمَا لَوْ سَكَتَ عَنْهُ لَمْ تَأْثَمْ وَلَا تَتَضَرَّرَ حَالًا وَلَا مَآلًا In other words, you that only say that which were you not to have said it, you would have sinned or that you would have been harmed in some way, either physically here in this world or in relation to the hereafter. Meaning anything other than that, khalas, is what doesn't concern you in relation to speech. And this obviously, of course, doesn't mean having good conversation when you have guests and that type of thing, speaking to people in good ways. It doesn't mean that you don't speak to your roommates or anything like that. No. Uh, good conversation is that part of what it is that we should be doing. But think about how many things that we get involved in that don't concern us. We should be, especially people that are that's sincere in taking the spiritual path, focused on our goal and know that we're here and know that there's a goal that we want to attain and not let anything get in our way. If it's something that's going to help us draw near to Allah, we do it. If it's questionable, let alone if it's going to that become an obstacle, let alone that if it's going to completely derail us, we avoid it. It's that simple. Uh, but we fall into a state of heedlessness. May Allah ta'ala bless our hearts to be able to receive these blessed words. And from the barakah of reading this blessed collection, these blessed words of Sayyidina Muhammad, may Allah ta'ala inspire us with the ways of how to implement this in the way that is most pleasing to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.